0: Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bichu Akilah Sharem Yitzvila podcast. We continue today in our discussion of Chiloi. Chiloi is the 11th language form or expression of Tfilah. Chiloi, for a long time, we explained it as a Tfilah where I present my own arguments, my own logic, my own words before Hashem in hopes of securing some form of appeasement or reconciliation. We, however, now in chapter two, Parak Ben, have dis- discussed the possibility that Vayichal Moshe, the source, the uh, so proof text that we use to introduce this Tfilah of maybe comes from a language of Hilo, of Hilo, of Achilu, of of trembling, of fear before Hashem, and we've given re- different reasons as to why uh, fear or trembling might be an important aspect of our tefillah. Whether it indicates that Hashem's shchina is present and that causes a sense of fear, whether it's an indicator that, that whatever it is that we're davening for is of the utmost significance, or as we discussed yesterday, that it it allows us to shed our physical bodies in order to better cling to Hashem, cling to the shchina which is uh, present. The final thing that Rapinkis writes. Here here on the Tefillah of Chiloi, both in Parag and in the entire discussion of Chiloi. So this is it. He says, he says, There are two different ways that we move during our davening. We've been talking about trembling, but really there are two main ways that we move during our davening, and they're very similar. You have the bowing that we do at various points in our davening in the and Alinu, so on and so forth. And when we sway back and forth, when we do what we call shuckling. So he says, When a person is bowing, when a person bows, they're showing is that they are nullifying themselves. They are making them small relative to Hashem and His glorious state. We realize that we are absolutely nothing, and we bow before Him to show that, that we recognize it, and uh, we want others to recognize it as well. And the idea of shuckling, the idea of swaying back and forth when uh, we're davening, he is as if illustrating the point that it's as though all of His uh, bones are uh, as if broken. And he is if has broken apart our physical bodies have broken apart in the presence of uh, Hashem. And we know that all people they sway back and forth in their service to Hashem hundreds and thousands of times. And if a person is paying attention, and with just a small uh, you know, taking a, a moment to think about what it is that he's doing. So he's So you'll recognize the great significance and great holiness behind these movements. Sometimes they happen without us realizing, right? That all of a sudden we're just, uh, for the lack of a better term, moved to sway back and forth. And he says take a moment to think about what exactly that means and why that might indicate what is the message that we're trying to impart with that physical action. Um, if he says If you think about that, so then to some extent your tefillah will be completely and fundamentally different. And Ashrei Hergesh and praiseworthy is a person who can acquire some sort of feeling that can be moved by this type of idea. So he says again, as we go through our davening, not only are we going to say certain words, but there's going to be a feeling of trembling before Hashem. And on top of that, we're going to bow down. We should think, why are we bowing? Again, it's to show that we are lowly relative to Hashem. And number two, the fact that we sway back and forth, the fact that we shackle is supposed to show this idea that we are as if broken without Hashem. We're almost not in control of our bodies without the help of Hashem. To some extent, we are broken without the help of Hashem. Like we mentioned uh, a few days ago, we talked about chuckling uh, rather extensively, both at Shalashodes and on the night of Shavuot. So there are many different reasons behind the custom and where it comes from, why it started. Um, so we didn't necessarily suggest this idea, but it is an important one to keep in our back pocket. And again, it's praiseworthy for us to think about not only the words of the tefillah, not only the structure of the tefillah, not only the halachot of the tefillah, but even the movements inside of our tefillah and what those messages can impart. Reb think says that our davening will become much better. It'll become more improved, fundamentally different if we think about those things as well.